0: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Soul Blazers Podcast. Co-hosts Amanda Ware, our Christmas queen and founder of Hello Holidays, and Dr. Carol Osborne, our multi-venture guru, are ready to sit down and share their stories, insights, and wisdom to inspire aspiring trailblazers like you who are gearing up to start your own business, seeking personal growth, or looking for that spark to set your soul ablaze.
1: in like a month. So uh, let's talk about some of the things you've been up to. What are some highlights of the summer? Give us like three highlights of your summer.
0: We took a trip to Europe in June and that was great. What'd you learn? A million things. It was Maggie, my bonus daughter's first trip to Europe and so it's always fun to see a place through kid's eyes for the first time. And I feel like she got all kinds of new experiences and skills out of the trip and it was really fun. We went to a Ital- uh, wedding in Italy uh, on a vineyard that was beautiful. Let's see, what else? Yep, moved into the lake house. I've gotten to spend a ton of time at the lake, which is teaching me that uh, time out of town, on the water, even if it's just for the day, is like hyperdrive rest. Um, It's just far enough out of town that you can't run errands. (laughs) So you gotta kinda plan for it and get out there and then be still in a way that we never are when we're in town. And then, let's see, the third thing yeah, my academic position is shifting. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to be doing what I've been doing in the fall. I'm not going to be teaching for the first time in a long time to focus on other things, and so that's interesting. That's a big sort of shift. How about you?
1: I had a great summer. Usually we'll do a family trip, and we didn't do that this year, and none of us felt like we were missing out. Everybody got to do what they wanted to do. Uh, I learned a lot this summer. I just... Uh, I learned the big, one of the big things I learned is, uh, winding down to gear up and how, instead of like waiting till I need rest, like making, making, which is really, it's a privilege, but resting before I go into a new season, I've not really done that before. I usually like just go, go, go. And then when I'm tired, oh gosh, I'm sick, let's, you know, yeah. have to. And keeping that, and I haven't gotten sick this summer at all. Like I haven't gotten sick at all in 20, I haven't been sick the whole year of 2023 so far. And I think it's because I've put this new implement, uh, implement, implemented, the just rest as much as possible. Be quiet, be in, we go to a creek, there's a creek near our house and I'll jump on my bike and just go, you know, go to the creek. And it's like a reset. It's really close to home, but feels like it's not.
0: Yeah, I read that somewhere recently, like I think American culture sets you up for this you have to earn rest thing, like have you worked hard enough to take a break, and instead thinking of it as have you rested enough to do the big work that you need to do. So I'm also trying to like shift gears on that a little bit and think about resting ahead of time.
1: Well, that, you know, it's an American culture, it's definitely our parents' culture is work hard work hard work hard and like you know rest on Sundays or whatever and I have learned that when I'm in rest that is where I'm like the good ideas or the way I can be more efficient or it expands me to help me understand and something that's going on with my business better so when I do jump in it is so much more clarity and that has been so much more efficient which is making it where I have more time to rest.
0: It's amazing, right? Yeah, who knew? Who knew?
1: Uh, also exciting things have happened with Hello Holidays. I am uh, This is why I love entrepreneurship. You have seen me in days where I'm like, "Why am I doing this? What if what was I thinking?" You know, having a business. I have no business having a business, right? Like it can be so overwhelming. And I have had some moments in the last couple of weeks that were like this is why I do this. This is so fun, and that was—it's on teaming. Like I love people. Peep, I am a peopley person. It's not. No one's surprised at that. And yet, being a boss doesn't feel—it feels awkward for me, like to be the boss because I work with people. Like Buffy is my friend, you know, and having people that are my friends working with me with is kind of sometimes like me going, I don't know how I—I I should you know, handle it, and I, I, may, I get myself worked up about it. And I, this year, since I've had time to think, I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna go in and not have any expectations. Like, no expectations on what they think I should be doing. Walked into a meeting with Emma, who has been helping my, with my socials, and Kathy, which is her mom, I have known them for 15 years, have been dear friends, watched Emma grow up, and we had the best meeting. Kathy came in with all these new ideas on how we can make packaging better and how, you know, doing processes and understanding, helping to make things more efficient and pretty, like making it just better. And it was so exciting to have someone else come in with these new ideas and we have space finally to implement those. Until this year, when we were packing orders, it was like safe. As long as we can get it to them safe. As long as we can get it to them safe, efficiently, and fast, we're good. And we've never had the, I guess I say bandwidth, to add in and let's make it look like Hello Holidays. Yeah. Let's make that, that package an experience. I tried, but it was like fast stuff. Like here's a card or here's a free gift or whatever. And it didn't look pretty. And so Kathy coming in and you know giving me that confidence that, we can I'm happy to do that it's not gonna like I want to do that extra step and you know me who's like getting fast and furious on everything and she's not she's methodical and she thinks things through and she does things well and she finishes things well she always has I've known that about her and having that and now we also have this team of other moms whose kids are going off to college who are so excited to be a part of the Hello Holidays team they want to be part of something um, greater than themselves they they see that there is a need here and that their gifts are would be so valuable at hello holidays and so it's been really fun um, that's made owning a business like invigorating and fun and the future is bright the future has always been bright with hello holidays there was never a time where we looked at hello holidays and thought it's there's, we can't do anything with this. It was, uh, we're looking at Out Holidays, and then sometimes it's like, we can do something with it, but it's going to take more than what I can, I have. Yeah. And now it's like, oh wait, it, it is going to take more than what I have. I don't have it, but I have a team who does.
0: That's right. Yeah, and I think that's something that we should all remember about our businesses is You know, when things are starting to feel hard, fresh eyes can really uh, add life back into something. And, you know, there's no real recipe for that, like when to do it or how to do it. But I've never been sorry that I invited somebody in to, like, just look at it from a different angle.
1: I have been in resistance for that. I mean, I have. I have. Because I know there's there's holes and and like it's like it's mine was like okay they're gonna see all the holes and they do but what's so great about my team is they see the holes and they're like oh we can fix this it's not here amanda here's all your problems here's all i'm like i already know how those problems i'd have fixed them if i could like (laughs) okay (laughs) so it's nice you know we always say that the difference between a complaint whining and a what is it like it's whining if you have a complaint that you don't have a way a solution for it And I'm not, and so it's mine, Is like, well, I'm just going to avoid. If I don't have a solution for it, I'm going to just avoid it and pretend it's not there for as long as possible.
0: Yeah, well, right, but to other people who have not been looking at it for the past five years, they just have more energy to give to those things. You know, you've been looking at it for so long, and you've sort of dealt with all the big stuff, and so dealing with the sort of second and third rung of the ladder just feels like, ugh, I don't, you know, I can't even possibly. So I get that completely. And I just think there's like every reason to expand, As the business grows to expand the team as well and that's definitely where hello holidays is so what are the big things that are shifting about hello holidays this year
1: well merrymakers merrymakers have always been you know i started okay so a merrymaker is we call merrymakers anyone who decorates for the holidays they make your house merry and that's uh and we have and that people would call me to come make their house merry across the united states and i couldn't do it i think I don't know if we've talked about this before on the podcast. Have we already? T- I'll talk about it again. Anyway, it came from a need. It came from people saying, Hey, will you fly out here and decorate my tree? And will you fly? Well, I would I'd love to. And there are people who have the time to do that and I didn't. I had kids at home and my husband still has a, you know, his own career. So I couldn't really do that and it was like an all call. Are there people in these areas that decorate trees? Anybody wanna be? And it came, we got this so, this whole source of all these side hustlers that could actually do a good job making a tree. Like, and they know how to use our ribbon. Uh, that's what, that's the big difference is like, our, you know, we're high quality ribbon. We're, we want to have a high end look and finding those people who could do that. So we got those now having a system for those merrymakers to use on our website instead of us just saying, hey, here's a person, you contact them, good luck. It's now, okay, you go through us, and these merrymakers, and then we kind of are going to work on the. And so, she- Kathy's coming in, she's helping me go through the journey of someone who wants to be a maker. a journey through someone who might want to hire a maker. Walking through the journey of someone who's like, hey, I'd like someone to help me decorate my tree, and what that looks like, we, you know, where they're going. And we, ha- we figured out that they were clicking on 15 different places and it was confusing. And I would, no one's ever complained about it. No one, no one complains about things when they give up. Right. And that's what I've learned. So it's like, oh, wait. And Kathy can see it. Like, this is, she sees too, like, this is something we can fix. She's really good at processes. And when I say that, like, she thinks things out. Buffy does that too. I've got really people that can look at things without chaos my i guess you (laughs) can say the seven part of me is like kind of like oh well that looks like more fun let's do it that way that looks easier let's do it that way when they can look at it and say it might be hard for a second but once we get through that then it'll be streamlined so streamlining how merrymakers work and how to hire a merrymaker is something else that she's um, worked through having tessa help me on the back end of the website she has really helped take ownership of our hello holidays website at asset designs um has been great people i trust they're all on board and that that is a gift i do not i feel like i do not deserve to like have a community of people that work for hello holidays and want it to do well including you right like
0: including
1: me yeah that's like it's a gift and it makes it fun and exciting i love it
0: So Merrymakers is a big one. What else? What about the trees?
1: Selling trees, we're going to do that. So we hope to source our own trees at some point. That, I mean, maybe. But but what to do this year, we decided to drop ship them. Something, yeah, we didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know. Because, you know, you can ask one tree vendor and they don't drop ship. And you can ask another tree vendor and they do drop ship, but you have to pay. And so we found one. Buffy's kind of taken, you know, help me with that. And, Uh, we're gonna be offering trees that's gonna be great the goals like for Hello Holidays is that you can buy the tree you can buy everything on the tree and then you can hire a merrymaker to put the tree up for you like that's where we're going we're 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 getting there we just have a lot of wrinkles we've got to clean it up and make that flow better right now there feels like a lot of dams in the in the flow
0: yeah but I mean it's getting there and you know, all of it is about progress. I mean, Rome wasn't built in a day. It's always an iterative process. And what I see from my, you know, perch of being involved, but not having been involved in the past is that there was already so much that was working and going well, that this is a fun time to be sort of adding like the cherry on top, adding the bits and pieces that will make what's already there even better rather than that sort of startup phase of just getting the ball rolling like you guys have been rolling doing a great job for a long time now and so this is really saying like how do we like level up what's the next you know what's the next level of the game and i think the other big thing is the class for merrymakers so in the past There hasn't been, like, a standard process. So talk a little bit about the class.
1: So, yeah, there hasn't been. It's been like, okay, well, let me, let's send us pictures of your Christmas tree. Send us pictures of using good ribbon or whatever. And that's not real efficient. And so the class is uh, for anyone who wants to decorate. But it kind of teaches how Hello Holidays does it. You know, I didn't come from a, in, any background in decor, any kind of background in design. And so, hello, this course is kind of like mine. Like, this is how we do it. I am so well aware that, and you know, very well aware that not everybody does it the way we do it.
0: No, but the way you do it comes, results in a certain look. And I think as somebody who like barely even puts up a tree, this sort of step-by-step instruction. Um, So the class is something that you can take if you want to become a mirror maker and put trees up for other people. But the class is also something you can take if you just want to buy all the stuff and put up your own tree. And for me, especially because we have some businesses and we have rental properties, like I'd love for them to look great at the holidays, but the idea of like where to even start and what to do and how to do it and all of that stuff is very intimidating so I feel like the class you know for those of us who do have multiple properties is like a very efficient way to say you don't have to hire somebody to go put up every single one of these you can do it and here's how
1: and actually we have a lady in Florida who like you owns a ton of businesses and she or went out and did that she decorated she designed all the trees and then putting up in all the businesses and every year you know she's adding it's in those yeah that's that's what we're doing this course for
0: yeah so, i think it's nice. awesome it's super exciting uh we'll be talking about it more as the season goes on and getting a little bit of like you know real-time updates on what's happening with hello holidays but it's really fun
1: yeah totally that's exciting. So there's the, that's the Hello Holidays update. And, uh, it's and, uh, what I
0: did on my summer break. It's like first day of school, what I did on my summer break.
1: It is what I did on my, it is what I'm doing, I did on my summer break. And it, summer break's over tomorrow.
0: I know. I'm ready and also can't believe that it's already time.
1: Kara has a son going to college.
0: Yeah, this is number two of five. The first one to go off to college just went down the road, so I feel like in some ways it was a good, um, you know, entry into the world of uh, being a parent of a kid that doesn't live in your house, which is a weird thing. Uh, Number two is headed to CU Boulder, Colorado University at Boulder. He goes to school on Monday. He... Most of his friends have already left, and he's kind of last last man standing. So I think he's um, past ready. I think he's kind of chomping at the bit. So we're doing all the things this week, like getting his new retainers because (laughs) he broke his retainer, and going to the eye doctor and getting his teeth cleaned, and he got his hair cut, you know, all the things that you have to do at home because when you're a college kid you don't really know where to go and your parents aren't there to make your appointments and whatever but max is a super independent kid and i'm super excited for him he loves the mountains he loves the outdoors it's going to be great
1: i told you this last night i was watching a whole piece by jordan peterson he was saying like the job the most brave thing a mom can do is to kick their kids out of the nest like that's the bravest thing a mom can do, is to tell their kids to go, and you can do it. That That's not natural. It's supposed to be, but it does feel like, oof. And you are like, you have so much. Max is so ready. You have prepared him, and he's prepared himself, too, in so many ways.
0: Yeah, I mean, Max jumped out of the nest when he was about 10 years old. I mean, he's always been a man with plan and going and doing and, you know, he's had jobs already and things that you know I feel like he's learned basic life skills and he's got you know when I was running the birth center business people would ask me like how I hired people like what's your chief hiring criteria and I would always say that I hire for people who have a high figure it out factor who are willing to just look at whatever's in front of them and figure it out. And Max is a very figure it out kind of kid. So that's big news. And then uh, the next two are, and Amanda's oldest. So we've got three juniors in high school. Yeah. Um, so those guys are upperclassmen on the downhill slide, getting ready to uh, get through junior fall. And then spring, they have to like take the ACT. It's like gearing up for college applications kind of with those three and then the girls are in eighth grade
1: we do we do have the girls and boys in the same age
0: the girls are uh it's their last year before high school that seems wild
1: yeah got to get them through eighth grade eighth grade's brutal it's just brutal for girls maybe for boys i just know it's brutal abby was it brutal for you junior high yeah yeah you kara Let's t- what were you doing when you were fourteen, eighth grade?
0: I was a ballet dancer. I was dancing like six days a week. Um, yeah, when I was a kid, we still had junior high that was seventh, eighth and ninth. Okay, me too. So I was in the middle of junior high and dancing all the time. Every minute that I wasn't at school, I was at the dance studio, I had to be there I think school ended at like three-something, and I had to be at the studio at four, and I would get done at ten, and then I would dance most of the day on Saturday, and that was what I was doing.
1: Is that still a part of you?
0: Yeah, I was saying to Steve recently that, uh, you know, what's old is new again. There's like an Arthur Murray uh, ballroom studio that opened down the street that, um we should go take lessons. My dance sort of trajectory was like all through childhood and then I did a fair amount of ballroom stuff when I was in college and grad school. And yeah, it's definitely a part of me in so much as I can't hear music and not move. But I do think that when I think about the times that I was like happiest and in my best sort of self, dancing was a part of my life, meaning that I was involved in classes or, like, for a while I took tango lessons and was there's a social dance in Argentinian tango called a malanga that's, like, a weekly just social dance. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to picking that back up. You know, it's not something you can do when you've got kids running every direction, but now that everybody but Maggie can drive themselves, it's, uh, yeah, it's something that we can actually at least consider
1: adding hobbies. Who knew? We can actually, when your kids are graduating, you can actually find hobbies, your own hobbies.
0: It's wild.
1: It is. it is wild. It's exciting.
0: It's wild. Although I feel like now the question is like, well when are we going to visit Max? <laughs> it's like <laughs> Gone from like we have to drive him to like Lacrosse and Little Rock to like, when do we fly to Denver and drive up to Boulder to go see him? So you know, I can definitely see how that transition happens as your kids, you know definitely pick their own places to be in the world. Suddenly, your travel schedule picks back up because you're going wherever they are. Yeah.
1: It's exciting. It's fun. It's neat to watch,
0: yeah so that's the summer recap thank you so much for listening to another episode of the soul blazers podcast kara and amanda your soul blazing big sisters are just laying the foundation for all of the amazing things to come if you want to stay up to date on new episodes be notified of any discounts or get a glimpse of what we are working on behind the scenes go to soulblazers.com and subscribe to our newsletter until next time soul blazers